0: hi my name is danielle d smith i love what i do i'm an award-winning author and filmmaker writing coach instructor founder of the movement don't be quiet as well as an advocate she's got the answers i understand you are not alone grab your pen and paper because we're about to drop some gems it's amazing with danielle d smith hello and welcome to amazing with danielle d smith i I am super excited today. Why? I'm so glad you asked because I have the Anthony Hendrix on with me today. He is an award-winning author and a lyricist, y'all. Listen, I've been following him for a long time and I'm super duper honored and excited that he decided to come on today. Um, we're going to share some things. We're going to get down, down, down in it, y'all. I love the man versus woman thing, right? I always try to have the male and the women perspective and whether it's me being the woman as the perspective, we're having another guest, but I love it because yes, you know, the book came out men versus, you know, Venus and women are from Mars, you know, and all that kind of, well, we are. Okay. We are. Let's just put it out there. We are from two different planets. Our brains think differently. And I love that. That's the amazing part of human beings, right? So we are going to talk today about what... Relationships, ooh, scary subject to some, but guess what, not to us. We ready to go in and rock this. But the main thing that I really, really, really want you to know is we are here to help, okay? So we are giving the man and the woman perspective because I want you to see how we as women, sometimes we try to think for men, right? Oh, listen, all day long I can talk about that. We cannot think for our men, okay? we have a different brain we think differently we're more emotional they're more tactical and there's nothing wrong with that that's why when the two come together it is amazing (laughs) all right so we are going to get in it we are going to talk about relationships and mainly what we're really going to hit on is like after divorce okay so we both are divorced and um not from each other guys okay (laughs) different people, right? But anyway, <laughs> so we're going to talk about dating after divorce. You ready, Anthony? I'm ready. Let's go. Oh, uh, to <laughs> help some people. I'm excited. I'm excited about this because I love 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 helping people, right? And so a lot of people, you know, um divorce is like taboo. You're not supposed to talk yeah. about it. You're not supposed to, you know, even though we're not the first ones to get divorced, right? (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) Right? And so it's like, you know, what if we have somebody to kind of help us so we didn't get that way? You know, and I'm not saying you didn't have anyone. Okay, I'll speak for myself. I definitely didn't have anybody be like, yo, you're going down the wrong path. Yo, maybe you shouldn't have done that. You know, Mm -hmm. and so, you know, my hopes out of this is that someone will listen to what we said and just take heed. All right. Sure. And also if you are divorced, that you'll be able to deal with it a little bit better. Not that I'm an expert, but I'm an yeah. expert in my life. All right. Now that I can tell you, I definitely am an expert in my life. Okay. Um, so let's go on into it. So women, we as women feel that <sighs> men take a long time to come back and bounce back after <laughs> a relationship. Listen, Okay. So I break up with, with with Melissa, and you hold on to it. And oh, now me, Danielle, I can't get through to your heart because Melissa jacked you up. It'll be like yeah. two, twenty, fifty years before you guys
1: release Melissa.
0: Why is that? Uh, please talk to me, Anthony. Please
1: nah that that's a fair assessment though right like i, I get it and I've heard that time and time again uh hope of course, I can't speak for every man, but I can speak for me mm-hmm. and I can speak for you know the guys that are like me, but I think what it is that women don't understand is that um I think it's it's agreed it's wide it's a wide held uh belief that this is like a patriarchy right this is most societies are, and so Men are groomed from an early age that this is how you have to be if you want to achieve success Mm -hmm. in this world. And part Mm -hmm. of that grooming is saying that, you know, you have to put your emotions aside. You have to put those things on the back burner. You have to be stern. You have to be Mm -hmm. tough. You can't cry. It's like, it's almost Mm -hmm. dehumanizing men from birth to a degree, Mm -hmm. saying that, you know, you can't have any feelings. So Mm -hmm. when we get older, And we start to embrace a little bit of our feelings and we, you know, we find a woman that we like and we're like, we've never felt this way before. Mm -hmm. And so we, we start challenging our own belief systems for her, right? Start doing things that we've never done. Like we're being vulnerable, we're being emotional and different things like that. And so when our heart gets broke, Mm -hmm. we think I did all of that. And where did it get me? Mm-hmm. And most men, most of us at that moment, at that first heartbreak or, you know, whichever one was the most devastating for the man at that moment, we pretty much retreat inward and we decide, oh, never again. I'm never yeah. doing that again. I don't want to feel that again. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And It catches us off guard because we never expected that in the first place. So we went against everything we were taught and groomed to be to take a risk. And it seems like when that that risk didn't pan out for us, and we may have even gotten crushed, you know, in the the midst of that, because divorce and breakups can be ugly, depending on the maturity of the person. So hopefully that helps and gives some sort of insight and perspective as to why it may take us a little bit to get over it.
0: You know what it does, Um, you know, those that know me know I'm always for the man, meaning, I never male bash. I will never, ever do that. And I definitely am not going to bash my black kings. <laughs> ever. Wait. Like, I'm never. Um, and so I get that because I feel and I teach how we have to give our men, but let's, let's go back a little bit further. We have to give okay. our boys, yeah, our young boys, a chance to show emotions. Why? God gave us emotions. So he didn't he didn't put emotions out there and say these emotions are for men and these are emotions are for women. No, they're emotions. They didn't, you know, show in the Bible. Oh, well, this emotional woman was, you know, feeling sad or whatever. No. And so I feel like I definitely understand what you're saying. And it makes sense.
1: Yeah.
0: And it, it breaks my heart that so many boys are taught, you know, toughen up. Well, what's tough? yeah I'm not tough because i'm showing emotion because right. i'm releasing by crying right crying is a release right so it's like you're telling me to st- well man but then when i get grown and i maybe go to counseling or something they tell me to cry it's like wait a minute wait a minute i can't you know so i yeah. definitely understand that that's so crazy because i was the same way i didn't let men in and i never wanted to be married and mm-hmm. and it was all these these things and I, I mean, I guess I was kind of like the guy, like, I hate to say that when I, when I hear what you're saying, yeah, I'm like, yeah. man, I, I felt the same way. And I thank God that I'm not bitter after yeah. a, month through a, a divorce. And I'm like, listen, I'm dating and I have no problem with that. I want somebody to, you know, come into my heart again and everything. And I think what did it for me was knowing that I deserve love, Yeah. And then also that it wasn't my fault. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying I'm important. perfect, but I'm saying like, I know I fought for my marriage and I'm like, you know what? Yeah, that was on you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's important. Yeah. That's important because I think there's a liberty that comes with, um, with you, with the knowing that you've done everything you yeah. could to make a situation work. Yeah. And, you know, some people say they did everything they could, but... You know, when you know in your core, in your Mm -hmm. soul, like I I left it all on the field. Like, so Mm -hmm. if, if there was a chance for the relationship to work, I made sure that I left that door open and I contributed to the success of that relationship and it fell apart and that wasn't on me. There's a freedom that comes with that. So I think that helps moving on as well.
0: Yeah, definitely. For, for me, it did. For me, it did. I'm hoping for someone else it will as well. So, Anthony, let's back up a little bit. Let's just okay. tell a little bit about ourselves and, you know, say, you know, how long were you married and how long have you been divorced now? And, you know, just if you want to tell a little bit about what got you to being divorced.
1: OK, OK. Um. Well, I got married like really young that, well, some people would say, I think it was, you know, about average age for that time, but I got married when I, a couple weeks before my 25th birthday and, or just after, I'm sorry, a couple weeks after my 25th birthday. And, um, at that time, you know, I was very, um, I guess the term would be religious, um, because it wasn't, you know, I thought, you know, I was very spiritual and I was being groomed. So, I got the majority of my philosophy on life, on marriage, on faith, on uh, being a husband, on what a wife should be from the church or from, you know, the particular church that I went to at the time. And, uh, you know, we were groomed a certain way, which life would work great if the real world operated like that particular church operated, Right. right? Right. But it does It didn't. And it doesn't and so um you know we went through every what natural marriages would we'll go through right like the newlywed stage the honeymoon phase only for me and i want to be really careful with this because i don't want to come across like i was perfect or anything like that but for me about 90 days in about three months into our marriage um i was gaslit for the first time and for those that are, aren't familiar with that term you know gaslighting Uh, Basically, that's when a person um, uses reality against you and tries to get you to question your sanity as though, like, so something happens, you bring it up or recall it and it's like, what? That that never happened. And so you start looking at yourself like, wait a minute, I know what I felt. I know what I heard. I know what happened. Okay, maybe I'm tripping. And you start Mm -hmm. second guessing yourself, but it's really a mental, it's really mental abuse. (laughs) You know what I mean? But yeah, so anyway, long story short, I think issues and circumstances like that started happening Um, there. My marriage was very um, unconventional where a lot of, a lot of things that, you know, married folks do as far as building intimacy or should do um, and growing closer in friendship over the years, like, you know, kind of sticking it out, not really, Looking to blame one another, but trying to find a way through difficulties and arguments Mm -hmm. and figure out that they're they're on the same team. You have a conflict, but how can we resolve the conflict instead of how can we harm one another and be right? Listen, listen. Um, that's a
0: message right there. (laughs) I'm serious. That's a message
1: right there. Listen, we about to be talking. That's another topic. It is. But there was a lot of that in my marriage. And so, um after about 13 years and then there was you know i i got into a place where i had come across um you know an event like so i got thrown into a crisis i don't want to um what is that excuse me okay (laughs) so i got thrown into a crisis and um what that crisis was was uh my wife at the time had received a phone call and i was you know it was kind of an awkwardly long you know phone call and uh i was told it was one thing it was completely different though and i found out the hard way um mm-hmm. you know about that so i'm not giving details I'm not really trying to throw anybody under the bus right. but right. um you know there was some other stuff going on and it came out and so when i found out about that i was devastated and trying to work through that, that, you know, it had gotten to a point where it was like, well, look, you know, this is me, you know, love it or leave it. And, you know, so inevitably I took the, the leave it option, which was, it wasn't easy. It was difficult Mm -hmm. because I had, you know, two children and I have two children and, um, you know, I've been with them every day of my life. And so, Mm -hmm. but I just decided, um, and I'm, I'm, of course, leaving out so much. But I ultimately, I decided that I wanted, I didn't want my children to look at the marriage that I had and determine that this is what marriage is and should be. Wow. wow. And so I had to make a decision.
0: Wow. Now, listen, I'm going to be all the way honest. Now, that's the first time I've heard you say that, okay? Yeah. So I... <laughs> I applaud you again for that decision. You know, I've always been the type, you know, I hate that I've been a single parent. My daughter, my daughter's father left. I was five months pregnant and Mm -hmm. I broke up with him flat out. I broke up with him and he was like, well, you know what? If you don't want to be with me, I won't be with her. And I was like, wow. wow. And I never saw that coming. Um, You know, those that knew us and knew him was very shocked that he said that. And he still, he definitely stuck with his word cause he definitely has not been here. Wow. Um, but I had to make a decision, did I want, and I mean, and we weren't married, but it was a decision, do I stay with him because I'm pregnant and I want my child to have her father around and us to, and, and before, before that we were great, everything was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I made a decision to, for my happiness, and I, and I've always said, "I believe that your children will not be happy. you know, you stand together, oh, you know, I went the the mom and the dad situation. Yeah. You know, but your children can pick up on the energy in the home, yeah. you know, and my daughter and I are very close. When I am sad, that little girl knows. Yeah. And she's 17 now, but still at that time, I'm like, she knew she would pick up on it. She'd come, you know, we were always loving and hugging and everything, but she'd be on me even more. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm I'm glad about the decision, but it makes me sad at the same time that her father's not around. But anyways, I applaud you, you know, for making that decision because it's not easy because you do look at your your children, you look in their faces and they're so innocent and it's not their fault. And, you know, they could feel that way. And especially because your children were at an age of age, you know, so they they knew, you know, my daughter had never seen it. So it's a little bit different. Yeah. So I applaud you because I know that that's not an easy decision especially as a man, Um, you know, and I just, I I can't say it enough. Like I seriously applaud you for making that decision, you know? So that kind of leads me to one thing that um, happened with me is when I separated. um, So with me, I was married three years. When I separated, I knew this is it. You know, when he moved yeah. out out of the home, I said, hey, you got two weeks to, to live, to move out. And he moved out and it was done for me. That was the divorce for mm-hmm. me. That was done. Like, okay, okay, we're divorced. You moved out. Yeah. There's no back and forth for me.
1: Got and you.
0: so I started going through something I had never been through before and, you know, Those that know my story, I've dealt with abuse, child abuse and everything. So all the emotions are are cupped into that, right? Dealing with abuse. Well, going through divorce, I'd never done that before. Yeah. And when we separated, like I said, I, in my brain said, we're divorced, we're done. And I started going through all of these roller coasters of emotions. And I had a friend, I had a, a talk with a friend of mine who is a therapist and we were just talking. I, w- I didn- wasn't i going to her for a session. I literally was talking to her as a friend. Okay. And matter of fact, we were talking about my film that was coming out. And she says, how are you doing? Because she knew I was separated. And I said, I'm good, you know? <laughs> I'm good, we working, girl, what's up? You know? And she says, no, how are you doing? Ooh. And I was like, oh yeah, I can tell you. Yeah, girl, Um, I'm kind of tripping. Really don't know what's going on on the inside yeah uh feeling things i never felt before and she said you're grieving i said nah he no i'm divorced he didn't die (laughs) i'm not a widow he yeah we're divorced and she said no you're grieving she said Mm. look it up she knows that i will look up things and research and you know because because when it's something that has to do with me i want to research it i want to be an expert at what's going on with me oh yeah and i started researching and I'm like, oh my goodness. Yeah. This is grieving. Yeah. I lost something. What did I lose? I lost my marriage. I lost the person that I said I do forever with. Yeah. And now that forever is gone. Yep. And so for you, what was that? What was that like?
1: Um, well, I was married um for 13 years. So 13 and a half years at the point when I had decided that, you know what? See, for me um I grieved in stages like I did a lot of the grieving during the relationship or at least Mm -hmm. so I thought um Mm -hmm. but turns out I was in denial but I think that's one of the stages you know of of grief so um at the time when I first when the separation first hit I didn't know that I was going to get divorced I had just made the decision that Um, to trust what I was feeling, to trust the information that I had and to trust people's actions like that became real to me. It had always, I'd always heard the cliche, Mm -hmm. listen to their actions, Mm -hmm. not their words. Right. Right. What, you know, listen to their words, but pay attention to what they do. That's the truest indicator of where a person is with you. And um, so I moved out thinking, well, I'll move out just to see if I'm seeing things correctly. I want to be humble. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm wrong about what I believe about you and how you're treating me. So I'll humble myself and I'm not going to just go straight for the divorce route. I need to separate for a while. So I'm just going to move right down the street. That way the kids don't feel anything crazy. I'm right here. Mm-hmm. but I need some distance between you and I, because I need to know if I'm seeing this correctly. I need to know if what I feel is, is right. You know, maybe are you, do you love me? I don't feel like you love me, mm-hmm. but you're saying you do. Mm-hmm. So maybe I need some distance so that all of the, you know, kind of the, uh, the requirements of marriage and the day-to-day routine, I can just get some distance from that and maybe see things in a different light or have it confirmed that, no, I, what I'm feeling is correct. I'm seeing this right. Wow. So, I moved out, and then you know, after about six months, it became abundantly you know clear because you know there was no. I told her when I moved out, like, listen, because I don't know if I'm I'm right. If you take one step toward me, I'll take two towards you. I just need to see something. Wow. And, and so, um that didn't happen. And then six months after, in, you know, into my separation, uh, she filed for divorce.
0: Wow!
1: And so in that time, I was just feeling crazy because, you know, I kind of have this public persona as a minister or, you know, um, a rapper and this believer who's strong in his faith or whatever, mm-hmm. but I've never been down this road before. Right, so I'm trying to put on a face in public, but I don't feel well. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm smiling, but I'm crushed because I just don't. I'm not waking up and seeing my kids every day like I'm used to. And uh, I just didn't know. Like when you said you were grieving the loss of your marriage, another thing that I didn't know, um, I would feel sad, but I thought, like, man, I'm tripping, like, it is what it is, you know dude if somebody doesn't want you you gotta just you know suck it up. i'm trying to go back to my programming right but um i would have moments where i just want to be alone and i didn't know that i was i was grieving mm-hmm. just i don't want to go out i don't want to you know my friends like yo you want to do that Nah, i don't i don't really want to do that. i don't want to do any of the things that previously brought me joy right right. and it took me a while to figure out that i was grieving you know i would. Break down and cry I'm by myself and i'm you know I'm crying and what I realize is that not only do you lose the marriage you lose your sense of normalcy but you're grieving your dreams you're you're mm-hmm. grieving what the life you thought you were going to have that had that has been snatched away from you that has been shattered. Mm-hmm. your plan for your life up to that point um, is no more. Mm-hmm. And I was I grieved that really hard, and it took me a, you know it took me a while. It took me a while. Wow. And I think that's you know a part that I still carry with me. I'm over the relationship as as far as that goes, mm-hmm. but um, you know I'm well aware that at one time I saw my life going one way, and it didn't turn out that way at all.
0: Mm-hmm. I I definitely understand that you know. And and I say that even knowing that I wasn't married as long as you were, um, but I took more than I should have, and you know, for me, wow, you know, I'm listening to you, and I'm like, wow, you know, you never, you it, you're you're exactly right. You don't think, you know, no one thinks about divorce when they're saying I do. Right. And so, you know, I, I always say, I said I'd do forever. Now I do for a little while. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and you if I, I, vow when
0: you said it. You know, I meant every vow that I said. Yeah. Every single last one of them. And, and so through my grieving process, it was, I began to think about those vows. Yeah. You know, and it was like, wow, well, you didn't do that. You didn't. But it wasn't a blame thing. It was just me realizing like you said, that you don't love me. Yeah. Like, yeah. really realizing that. Now, when I started thinking about the grieving process, for me, one thing that I said that I, that I always say is, grieving someone that died, you know they're never coming back.
1: Yeah. You yeah. know
0: they're never coming back. But to use the word grieving, and it's the same thing, you're grieving some someone that died, But now in divorce, you're grieving the relationship that died because literally, what is a marriage? It's two becoming one. Yeah. Right? It's two becoming one. And so now those two people have to rip apart from each other. Yeah. And so for me, it felt like so one arm is outstretched, (laughs) right? to the right. You have your other arm outstretched to the left. And then you have those arms that are going opposite directions and they're tied to a car on Fast and Furious. And those two cars go opposite ways really really fast yeah so you rip apart and when you rip apart that body it's ripping this way so it's mm-hmm. not going straight up and down it's in any kind of way that is going to get away from each other because that's yeah. the purpose yeah. and so that's what divorce is divorce so is good. ripping apart that unity that was supposed to be one and it's yeah. ripped apart in any kind of way, there are any casualties that come. And yeah. so during that process, I'm like, oh man, I could see him and Kroger's on our four. Yeah. And so when yeah. you realize I'm grieving, but I'm grieving someone that's living that I could see in Kroger's in the produce aisle. Yep. Yeah. How am I going to deal with that? Yeah. You know, so the grieving process. Is the same as losing someone that has died, but you have to realize they're not dead, the relationship is dead. It's amazing with Danielle D. Smith. I love what I do.